0: Welcome back to Red Zone DFS College Football Breakdown. We are down to the nitty-gritty. We got rivalry week. Hopefully, you guys have uh, you know made some money this season watching and following along, and hopefully, providing some good info here. Um, let's try to keep that train rolling. Uh, yeah, hopefully, last week, you guys checked the article. I had kind of a late throw uh, into the mix, um, which made my week uh, Milton Wright for – Purdue uh, ended up absolutely smashing uh, his price tag. I think he was in the three K range, uh, went for 50 points. Um, so adding him to the late slate and player pool uh, into a few lineups, paired that with Ohio, Ohio state. And um, yeah, the rest is history there. And then did pretty good on the night slate as well. Uh, I was kind of following along. I thought I had a shot to take down a pretty big GPP, but uh, you know, finished cashing and, you know, making some good money, but Obviously not uh, the big dog, which is what we wanted. So let's get back to it here. We have week 13 rivalry week is on the slate. So this is for Saturday. Uh, I should have another video uh, as well for Friday. So if you guys are playing some uh, some Turkey Bowl DFS for college, check that out. But um, I'll definitely have an article for both. But getting into it for Saturday's main slate here, we start off Florida State at Florida. Um, As far as kind of glaring things, obviously the elephant in the room, Dan Mullen, is no longer there. Uh, We'll see what happens with the Gators and how they respond. I tend to believe sometimes when uh, there's a toxic situation like that and it gets cleaned up, um, that team sometimes responds. So I kind of like Florida this week uh, from a DFS perspective. Florida State's not nearly as bad as we all kind of thought or we usually give them crap for. But, um, you know, I like the Gators here at, uh, at home. So up next. Wake Forest at Boston College. Look, Wake Forest at this point in the season has to just be considered in all formats. Uh, they're they're just really, really good offensively. I know they ran into kind of a buzzsaw Clemson coming out of nowhere. Uh, you know, yeah, coming out of nowhere. I, I don't know where Clemson is uh, finding this new um, found, I guess, offense, if you want to say that. But. Um, yeah, they look pretty good, and, you know, we'll see what happens with the ACC title game, but the Demon Deacons need to win this game. Um, it's really important for their season. Um, Boston College on the other side, Jerkovic, is priced up, which isn't awesome, but I have another play in this game that I do like. Um, after that, we have Georgia at Georgia Tech. Uh, the Bulldogs, I mean, they're going to absolutely blast the Yellow Jackets here. I don't see any way Georgia Tech stays in this game beyond, you know, 10 minutes in the first quarter. Um, so they're just a tough team to play Df- Or DFS-wise. Uh, they, they really spread the ball around. They dominate, but again, it's not one or two guys that do a lot of the damage. You know, they have guys and they have weapons, but it's just tough to pinpoint from a DFS perspective when we want guys to go nuclear. So um, after that, we have Texas Tech at Baylor. Um, Jerry Bohannon is questionable. That's going to change the dynamics of this game quite a bit. Um, I do have a play I really like for Baylor's side of the ball, which we'll get to. But Texas Tech, they're fine to play. Um, but Baylor, I think, has a pretty good defense. They're ranked 16th in the country in terms of points per game given up. So not a team I really want to attack here. Baylor's still playing for quite a bit. Um, I think they came come out pretty revved up. And I think uh, Baylor wins this game pretty handedly. Um, big game of the day at Ohio State at Michigan. Man, this is one of those that I'm – really tied tied on because I, I want to play this game just from having action and stake in it. But both of these teams are really, really good. Offensively, both teams can score defensively. They're both really solid. Um, I think this could just be a knockout drag out fight could also get a little spicy and a little weird. So um, I'll probably have like one full game stack here, but I do have a lot of respect for mainly Michigan's defense. Um, and I think their game plan is going to be simply if they can control the ball and run the ball, they keep the Buckeyes off the field, and that's the only path to win. If Ohio State gets multiple opportunities and turnovers and things like that, this game is going to get really ugly for Harbaugh and Co. So um, with that said, if it goes to plan and how I think it's going to play out, I don't love it necessarily from a full DFS perspective, but you cannot go wrong by picking any one of these guys on Ohio State. Uh, top to bottom, they are just – NFL caliber players and absolute stars. So um, after that, we have Maryland at Rutgers. is a pretty ugly game across the board. Rutgers has a pretty good defense. Their offense stinks. Um, Maryland stinks on both sides of the ball. I don't know. There's maybe a few guys we can pick off here and there, but not really my cup of tea. Oregon State at Oregon. Let's see how Oregon responds after laying a complete egg last week, blowing their playoff chances. They're still fighting for a Rose Bowl bid. Um, So they have a lot to play for. But Oregon states they're tough. Uh, They they play good football. They're a tough team. Um, I don't think this is a walkover game for Oregon by any means. Um, So after that, we have Alabama and Auburn. Man, Alabama is just hitting stride, you know, typically what Alabama does around this time of the year. But, man, they are really, really good offensively. They took me uh, in cash and some money last week. Um, I'm going to keep playing them until they prove me otherwise. Uh, Auburn's got a pretty good defense, but man, the tide is just, they're just dangerous all across the field. Um, After that, we have Northwestern to Illinois. Man, this one sucks because Northwestern has one of the worst defenses in the country, but Illinois, they've got pretty much one guy you could play and exploit them with. Uh, So I'll get into that. Penn State at Michigan State. uh, Yeah, if we learned anything last week, I know they aren't nearly as explosive as Ohio State, but Penn State should be able to throw the ball on these guys. Uh, Michigan State is one of the worst passing defenses in the country. Um, Nittany Lions, they should win this game. James Franklin just got announced he will be staying at Penn State. Hopefully that brings a little juice to this team, not losing their coach, not losing their guy. Um, I kind of like Penn State here, actually. Um, Indiana at Purdue i all over Purdue here. Uh, they should blow these guys out. Indiana's bad football team um, across the board. Um, Virginia Tech at Virginia. Brendan Armstrong is back in a big way. God, that offense looks so different when he is back. Um, he's a really good college football player. Um, so the Cavaliers look like they have the leg up here. And then Wisconsin at Minnesota, another just we're going to run the ball like 7,000 times. Uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens there. So, Let's just rock and roll real quick. My core player pool for this week on Saturday. Up top, starting with Bryce Young. Um, like I said before, I'm not doubting the Tide. Uh, I, you know, I never really have, but at this point, like, I'm just going to play what I know. And I know Alabama is really freaking good. They have a shot, obviously, at the playoff. They certainly have to probably play in the uh, SEC title game here. So they need to win. They need to win outright. Bryce Young um, is definitely coming into his own. Um, I think I'm absolutely going to go back to the well here. Um, and I think they they smack Auburn around a little bit with Bo Nix out. Brendan Armstrong, 9,800. I just mentioned him. This kid just produces, man. Uh, Virginia Tech has a very okay and average defense. Uh, hasn't seemed to matter. But he has some very clear-cut weapons. I love that they get Tech at home. They don't have to go face inner Sandman on the road. Um, and Virginia Tech, if I'm not mistaken, just fired their coach, too. So not a whole lot going on and going well in Blacksburg. So give me Brendan Armstrong at 9,800. Dropping down a little bit, Aiden O'Connell. Um, man, he's just another dude who's been on fire recently. Three straight 30-plus kings points, point games. Um, and now he gets a pretty soft Indiana defense who's ranked 104th in the country with points given up per game. So absolutely, Aiden O'Connell at 6,500. Um, I mentioned above Dan Mullen is out of the building again. I sometimes think this takes a weight off of players shoulders and the pressure and everything else. Uh, I like Emory Jones here at 6,300. Um, sometimes that turmoil gets swept out and they can just play loose and, and play, you know, and have some fun, um, big rivalry game. Gainesville should be rocking against Florida state. Um, I think Emory Jones is a pretty good play at, th- at 6,300. Um, and then I'm going to wrap it up as far as a core player guy that I'm going to be rocking this week. Sean Clifford at 6100. I mentioned it about Michigan State is god awful against the pass. Uh, now again, they don't have the same weapons as Ohio State. I don't expect it to be 49 to nothing in the first quarter. I feel like it was, um, but he's a strong play. He came out of the game last week from being sick, um, so hopefully you know his body had another week to heal up. Sounds like he's going to be ready to rock. Um, Sean Clifford at 6100 is a pretty good play. Uh, pay down an option there. And then I'll just mention um CJ Stroud at 10,000. Look, I mentioned it. I think Michigan's defense is really good. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but so uh, the matchup is really tough. However, don't just totally fade CJ Stroud in this Ohio State offense. It's one of the best, I think the best in the country. Um, You'd be doing yourself a disservice at that. I'd love if I can get a tail on ownership before Saturday morning um, it's going to be a little bit weird with holiday week and, you know, trying to sneak around and, and get ownership around the family so and them not asking what I'm doing. But if I find out that CJ Stroud is going to be very low owned here because people are thinking the same way, I will have a lot more CJ Stroud because he is a guy that could exploit and go off against any matchup here. So um, going down to running back, Braylon Allen at 8,700. Minnesota has the 13th ranked rush defense in the country, so they are tough. The matchup is rougher. But this kid's production has just been off the charts, Uh, putting up 40-point games back-to-back. If you can get here, he's probably my favorite pay-up option above 8K. Um, Dropping down a little bit, Travis Dye at 7,600. I mentioned, look, Oregon State's a good team, um, but Travis Dye is the focal point of that offense. Utah did a great job last week, but Oregon State's not Utah, um, and they're still playing for something here for the Ducks. So he should get a ton of usage in the Civil War game Saturday. Travis died 7,600. I like a lot. Abram Smith for Baylor. Texas Tech has a really below average defense. And with Jerry Bohannon questionable, I imagine the Bears are going to lean heavily on Smith in this matchup. Um, so if he's good to go, if he's active, I really like him. Bohannon doesn't really change how much I'll play of him. Um, even if he comes back, I, I feel like it even more. They have to respect the pass more. So Abram Smith, I, I do like for Saturday. Dropping down into the sixes. Pat Garbo is probably my favorite there. Um, Wake Forest sneakily has one of the worst rushing defenses in the country, um, and I want to attack it. Um, he's seen 24, 25 attempts per game. Um, his last three outings, I think he could have a pretty monster day here versus Wake Forest, as long as Boston College doesn't fall behind too much here um, and get blown out where obviously the game script will change. So be a little cautious there, but he's in a great matchup. Chase Brown is another guy's in a fantastic matchup. Um, it's a bit of a dart throw because I don't like anybody on Illinois' offense, but Northwestern is terrible versus the run. So if they give him the ball, the ball he gets the usage. He could have a pretty big day here. Um, and the other guy I'm going to throw out there, he's 4,400 on DraftKings. I think Michigan has been saving him and getting him as healthy as possible for this game specifically. Um, I know he's still going to split time with Hassan Haskins, but um if Blake Corum is ready to go and he's suited up, ready to play, I'm going to take some shots at 4,400 um, wide receiver. Look, there's like 15 guys at the top uh, from 7,200 and up. They're all really good plays. So I, I'm just going to say it like any of these touts out there, they're going to tell you like, Ooh, this guy over this guy. Yeah. There's matchups and this and that, but like any one of these guys, Williams, Wicks, Robertson, Dotson, Harry, Smith Ajiba, Olave, Michi, Garrett Wilson, David Bell, and Keontae Thompson. All those guys can absolutely smash this weekend. So how I'm going to kind of play it is, you know, hopefully you're playing multiple lineups. Um, if you are, I'm just going to stack these guys with the respective quarterback. Um, Robertson, um, it, you know, I'm not going to have a lot of, of Hartman, so I'll mix him in where I can. And, or, I'm sorry, Robertson and Et Perry um against boston college but the rest of the guys here um i'm just going to be double stacking the receivers pretty much uh all weekend so um yeah i put it in my article i list the guys out so if you want to go through it again uh go ahead but again anybody over that 7200 range um in DraftKings is a pretty damn good matchup this week um in my opinion so Best of the rest I have here, Milton Wright, going back to my boy, 6,200. Um, he's definitely priced up this week, but yeah, that's what happens when you go for 50 points. Um, you know, I, I think he can hit the nuts again this week. Again, Purdue is facing uh, Indiana, who's really bad. Um, they should be able to tear him a new one. Eric Ezukonma, um, he let, he let everyone down a little bit last week, but Oklahoma State's got a really good defense, um, and I think he's in a nice bounce back spot here versus Baylor. Brock Bowers, I think you got to get a piece of this Georgia offense. I don't really know who else. Maybe James Cook at running back, but Bowers seems to be the most reliable receiving option in that Georgia offense. Uh, Georgia Tech's terrible versus the pass. Um, so 5,700 for Bowers, the guy who could pop two touchdowns in, I think is a pretty fair price. Um, Carlos Carreri, um, he's established himself as an op- in the offense quite well. Um, he has some upside, decent floor. I think a really good play this week is Parker Washington for Penn State. Um, again, I think Penn State's passing game is in a fantastic spot this weekend. Um, he's still second fiddle, obviously, to Dotson. But, again, if you're going to go to Clifford, I think you could definitely play Dotson and Washington this week um, and then pay up at the rest or go up at running back or something because it's, it's a pretty steep, pretty cheap stack overall. And then my one guy that I'm taking a little bit of a dart throw here is Camor Gamble um, at 3,600. Um, it's a little bit of a dart throw, but he's just far too cheap. Um, he's a guy who's definitely integrated into this Gators offense. Um, I think, you know, they are able to beat Florida State at the very least. Like, I think this game has some little sneaky shootout potential. Um, most of these guys know each other. They played against each other in high school, were recruited against one another. Um, So I, I love these rivalry games. But just a little caveat to kind of wrap things up here. Um, take some chances this week. Don't feel like, you know, oh, my goodness, this matchup except like a Georgia, Georgia tech, Um, you know, weird things can't happen again. Rivalry games get weird. They throw everything they got at them. For example, Auburn, this is their Super Bowl. This is their college national championship. Um, If they can beat Alabama, um, you know, it it makes their season like flat out, you know? Um, So just keep an eye on some of those. If you're a little bit hesitant in normal weeks of like playing guys that are in like negative matchups or bad matchups or something like that, don't necessarily fade them this week. Um, you know, another one would be like Oregon State at Oregon, right? Um, it's one of the biggest rivalries on the West Coast. I know East Coasters don't really care about this game, um, but Oregon State's going to give them everything they got. If Oregon State can beat Oregon this week, they own the state for the next year, uh, right, in bragging rights. So these are huge games for these kids. Um, take some chances. Take some shots. Don't be afraid to let it fly this week. You know, be smart, but – You know, don't be afraid if a team is, you know, a worse team to to kind of hold it together this week. And some weird stuff can can sometimes happen. So that's really it. That's the monologue for the Saturday slate. Um, Like I mentioned, I'll try to get a video out for Friday's slate. It's a little bit of a weird one. Uh, We have some action mixed into that one. So I got to do a little bit more digging and homework. But uh, and I'm pumping this out early in the week because of the holidays here. I will be out of town. So just keep an eye um, on my social media. I'll do my best to follow along. People are going to be ruled out or not playing or guys are going to suit up. You know, I'll do my best to kind of retweet that stuff and send it out. Um, I'm at living 29 And then also I'll have my article out later this week. So keep an eye on it. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hopefully you win a bunch of money for the fam.